What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Wheels of Lights podcast. This is Tika, and I am stoked to be here with another topic for you guys. Of course, you know the purpose of this podcast is to bring bring light, spread love, and um, just to uplift, build our community, and just therapeutic, really. You know, we're just going to talk about things that happen in the black community and um, maybe it happens in your family as well. And we're going to try to, through this podcast, reach out to people and kind of try to heal people through the things that we're going through. So that's what we're going to be doing. That is the purpose of this entire podcast. So thank you so much for coming back. Make sure that you share this podcast with everybody that you know, especially if you're in the black community, because we don't exclude nobody, but we really just want to take care of our own. We don't really have anything that is for us. So this podcast is going to be for us and by us. Um, I don't know everything. I'm learning as I go. I am a young wife, a young mother, a black wife, a black mother. So we're just trying to uplift and build our communities and uplift and build our families and cut out this negativity and cut out um, the words that we're using. If you have not heard that podcast, go back and listen to um, I Put a Spell on You. That is a very powerful podcast about the power of words. So go back and listen to that. So today, though, today, we're going to get into a white man destroyed my family. A white man destroyed my family. How? I know you're asking that question. Well, here it is. I was in the grocery store um, last, well, the year of the election. This was the year that we were getting ready to elect a new president. And of course, you know, the elections are a time where we're divided in our country. We're divided between Democrats and Republicans. You know, I guess it's any any opportunity to divide um, in this country. That's what we do. So we were divided by Democrats and Republicans. Um, I'm not going to get into my political stance right now because that's for a whole nother podcast. Um, But we're just going to talk about what happened that day in the store. I was getting ready to check out and I was in line behind a white man and a white woman. And they were. Um, the white man, the white woman had already paid for her food, but they were together. And then the white man had was getting ready to pay for his food and he didn't have enough money. I think it was two dollars and thirty three cent um, lacking. That was what he needed to help um, pay for his food. So, you know, of course, I'm, 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 I consider myself a good person. So I was just looking at this, you know, and the person that he was with didn't have enough money to help him pay. And then. Um, there were white and black people actually that were behind me and they were just looking at him like, hurry up. And so I was just like, let me, how much was it? I asked the cashier, how much was it that you needed to, um, for him to finish paying for his stuff? She was like, $2 and 33 cents. I was like, here. So I gave her $3 and he was, th- he was like, thank you so much. And I was like, well, Hey, no problem. You know? And I think he was more surprised. And this was an older white man. Like he was looked like he was in his eighties, late seventies, early eighties. And he looked like he was shocked because, you know, this young black girl paid for my food and, you know, he didn't have all the money. I don't know whether he was just, you know, more embarrassed, but I think the look on his face was more like shock. And, you know, I, I was right behind him. So I might have been right behind him. I'm not sure. But I know I was behind him. I don't know if someone was in front of me and then him. I'm not sure that happened quite a 
quite some time ago. And if you know me, I don't have the best memory in the world. So anyway, we left the store. We were walking out of the store and I saw him getting in the car. And I was like, hey, do you mind taking a picture? I just want to share this moment on my Facebook page. And he was like, no, I don't mind at all. So um, I put up my camera. We took a selfie, snapped the picture, and I put it on Facebook. And let me read you guys my commentary for what I wrote on Facebook. Now, mind you, while I'm pulling up my commentary, um, mind you, this was during the middle of a pandemic. You know, everybody was so, oh, scared, you know, and all of this about the mask and about, you know, all of this other stuff. And that is for another podcast, too, because I just hate fear mongering. Um, but anyway, so everybody was so afraid during this time. And when I wrote the status, this was on October 22nd, 2020. I said, girl, I know you didn't take a picture with the white Trump supporter because I didn't even tell you all that part. He had a Trump hat on and you know how everybody feel. you know, people have different emotions about different people, you know. And so, you know, if you either like Trump, Trump or hate him. <laughs> and, and so this was the mood during this time. Everybody was just so angry. Um, both sides, the Democrats were mad, were angry with the Republicans. The Republican side was angry with the Democrats. So anyway, back to my status. I said, oh, yes, I did. And I'll tell you why. This man was in line paying for his grocery. I was directly, so I was directly behind him. And there were two people behind me, one black and one white. I noticed that, that I noticed that this man did not have enough to finish paying for his food. I asked the cashier, how much did he need? She told me $2.36. I gladly handed her $3. The moral of this story is, we have all allowed politics to dehumanize us. It doesn't matter what our person's, what our what a person's views are, we all have a right to believe how and what we want to believe. At the end of the day, we all just want to live in a better America, paid for by the human campaign. So that was my post. And needless to say, um, to my surprise, you know, I just posted it because I really just that's just how I felt. I was just tired of all the, the divide. I was tired of all the dehumanization. I was tired of all the everything when it comes to election season. That is a uh, it's just a tiring and a exhausting time of the year. So anyway, I you know, that was just the mood. That was how I felt at the moment. I just wanted everybody to just get, you know, be just chill out, you know. So anyway, um, when I posted that, it started going ham. And when I say ham, if you're in a black community, you know what I mean by ham. It went bonkers. It went crazy. It went viral. It went viral, y'all. The picture um, received 52,000 shares and 21,000, about 22,000 likes. It was crazy. It, I mean, it was just like, boom, boom, boom. It was going everywhere. And people were sending me all these great, beautiful, wonderful messages. I met so many people. Um, you know, so many people were talking to me that I would never have, you know, just conversated with at all. You know, because we're just, like I said, America's just so divided. And even though I'm so pro-black, I love my community. I love my people. I love everything about black people. I love me. I love everything about being black. I love everything about having locks. I, I just love it. Um, but um, I'm not racist. You know, I don't dislike other people. 
you know, I don't dislike other colors, other races. Um, now, I will speak on whenever I feel like, you know, other races and most of the time is the caucus, um, Caucasian or the white race that um, just have white privilege. You know, they just have the privilege of getting things and being able to do things and move in America in a way that black people can't. So I will speak out against injustice. Don't get me wrong, but that does not mean that I hate anybody. You know, there is a difference you can speak out against. You can speak up for your people without hating other people. You know, another that's just stupid. I don't like when people even think like that, but um, I can you can be pro black or pro your thing or pro your people without hating, you know, without hating other people. And so um. I received all these likes, I received all these shares, and I was just so proud of it. And I was proud of the fact that I did something that uh, penetrated, you know, people's hearts. And we had this family group. And this is getting into how <laughs> the white man destroyed my family. We had this family group on Facebook, a messenger group where we had a whole family in there. And we often put in there our highs, you know, our, our, our successes, our things that we did good. And then our family, you know, would, um, would do a hooray or give you a, high, uh, you know, a virtual thumbs up or, you know, call you and say, Oh, good job. You know, we would pat everybody on the back in that group. Now, mind you, I will say, um, there are certain people that don't really speak in the group. They don't really say anything. And there are some people, um, that don't even say anything on Facebook. You don't even really know that they pay these things any attention. So um, this um, person in particular who I'm referring to was one of my little cousins. She never really speaks um, in the group and she definitely never says anything to me on Facebook. You know, I didn't really because you know how Facebook is. I don't know if you know the algorithm, but if you don't really coincide or you don't really speak or or um, you don't really socialize or talk to this person on a regular basis you're not really going to see their stuff like you're not really going to see things they post you're not going to see really anything about them so I never really see her stuff and she I don't know she I don't know if she sees mine I don't know how it goes but anyway when I posted this in the group I noticed that I really didn't get any type of feedback like the only people that were saying good job girl oh my god you went viral was um my sister's and one of my cousins and um it was just it was so awkward because I was proud of it you know um I thought they would be proud of it but instead of them being proud of it they looked at it as negative because I was in a picture with a white Trump supporter now mind you these are Christians we're talking about these Christians these are people that would kick bomb knock drop kick the church door down to get into the church and you know praise and you know all this going on on Sunday and be holier than thou but you can't even say us you can't even look past a person's support you don't can't even look past someone um someone's opinion this man is wearing a Trump hat because he supports Trump because that's somebody that he likes and it is his American right to vote for who he wants to vote for why are you mad you shouldn't be upset about someone someone's opinion especially someone's opinion when it comes to their vote that is what they want to do I have no problem with who you vote for you know what I'm saying like that has nothing to do with me being a, a human being and helping you with your groceries that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard 
you know what? The stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. And we, as a black community, we we do stuff like that. We're petty like that. So anyway, I didn't, I did, certain people in this, in one of my aunts, especially in this group, I didn't, I didn't expect the level of petty from you know what I'm saying like I thought this was the level-headed aunt you know we I have another aunt that's very petty all the time always picking always doing something always in something so I expect you know a little pettiness if there had to be any pettiness but in this situation I really didn't expect any pettiness or any type of of, of kickback or drawback in any type of way only thing I expected was you know good job praise really I don't really look for praise from a lot of people, but I do look for praise from the people that I love, especially my sisters, my husband, my family, you know, people that love me, people that genuinely know me, um, that thought genuinely knew me. So anyway, um, so this little cousin that I said, she never speaks. She basically attacks me and attacks my post and attacks, you know, she actually went and looked for a comment that a troll had wrote about um, calling me a bee a b-i-t-c-h and y'all i don't curse so um yeah um she even she put that in there now mind you i'm telling little cousin now little cousin i got her by some years you know at least 10 15 years um i can't even really think right now what but i got her by some years y'all you know what i'm saying and her mom is in the group her aunt's aunt is in the group her other bigger cousins in the group her brother was in the group you know all these people are in the group that are older than you and you Putting curse words in a group, girl, what? Disrespectful. Very disrespectful. And not only that, did she put the curse word in the group with her mama in it? She going to start saying, you know, I wish I had the stuff, you know, from the group. But I'm paraphrasing. I'm kind of trying to remember from the time. But, of course, y'all know how that ended. I got my rump up out of that group. So, anyway, she said, um, was basically talking smack about the post and was about, oh, you did it that girl bye. So anyway, um, she was saying whatever she was saying, but it was very disrespectful. It was the tone of her voice was disrespectful. Uh, it, well, the tone of her text was disrespectful. It was a bunch of capital letters. You know what that means, screaming. So I'm just like, where is all of this coming from? Like, girl, you just mad about me taking a picture with a um, Trump supporter? Oh, Trump did all this to people and he did. Well, this man ain't Trump. This ain't Trump. This is a little old man, little old white man in the store that couldn't pay for his grocery. Not only that, y'all, I was getting people saying, you ain't got on no mask. What? So everything that I just wrote in this post, y'all, the only thing you can think of was I didn't have on a mask. I said, well, I said to the Christians, I think God will spare me on this moment. And knock on wood, y'all, I haven't had COVID haven't been sick through this whole pandemic i've never been scared of the pandemic i don't live in fear but i, I i'm talking to all these christians who doubling up on their mask and going to get the jab y'all scared y'all so scared if the people would have said if the government would have said oh for the covid vaccine we got to take one of y'all eyeballs out they would have been down there getting the eyeball take out <laughs> y'all they would have been on the get and these christians these are christians who i mean who like i said um one aunt who i thought was very level-headed you know could understanding all of this stuff girl you y'all just i mean no common sense absolutely no common sense y'all are so mad at me 
for something that I posted. So anyway, um, you know, I have a group of um, cousins that I was grew up with. We basically first cousins, but we grew up like very close. You know, one of my cousins, one of my boy cousins, we grew up by almost like brothers, you know, brother, sister, my twin sister and him. Oh, we was thick as thieves. And then one of my other cousins. So anyway, we um was like, oh, my God, y'all see how this girl, you know, how this little cousin coming, you know, coming, coming at me. Like she coming for my throat. Like what the world, you know. So anyway, we laughing and talking about it on sidebar, you know, outside of the group. So anyway, we all start calling each other on three way. My my twin sister, one of my girl cousins, my boy cousin that I say is just like my brother. And um, all of us on the phone, we laugh and we like, oh, my God, y'all saw this girl getting out of pocket. I'm like, yeah, right in front of her mama. You know how you with your cousins and stuff and you can just talk candid. You know, you can say everything you want to say. You can. Um, let your hair down. You don't have to be respectful, you know, because all of us on the same same level. Like we we respect each other, but you know, of course, like I said, I don't curse. My twin sister don't curse, so we wasn't cursing, but we were just really saying how we felt about the situation. We were saying, you know, look, cuz got he's popping off, but look, she better know how to pop back when I pop. You know what I'm saying? Like she better know how to talk when I talk. You know what I'm saying? Like you um popping off, little cuz, but you better know what you're doing. You know, because like I said, I'm a very good person. I do consider myself a good person. I do consider myself a person that has a really good heart. But you ain't going to come for me and 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 expect for me not to come back for you because I'm coming back. I'm coming back now. So anyway, she um was just, you know, throwing her little two cents in and all these big words. You, girl, I know big words, too. I just choose not to use them. I don't have time for that. And I'm not reading no whole long book that you typing in this group. Nope, I'm just going to call you. So she starts typing all these long messages, like I said, in the group. When I because I I, reta- I came back after she made her little comment, I did come back and I was like, what are you talking about? You know, I'm like, girl, you getting out of pocket, you know, whatever. But I didn't say that because I was just I really was at first just trying to figure out where it was coming from. And make sure that I don't jump too, you know, I don't jump too fast. And she really didn't didn't mean nothing by it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, first of all, girl, you never really, you never talk in this group. So the time you talk, you gonna jump on me? Oh, wrong answer, bone here. You should have jumped on somebody else because you just not mess up bad <laughs> when you thought you was gonna jump on me. So anyway, I um. You know, uh, we like uh, back to the phone conversation. We all on the phone talking about it. And one of my girl cousins started acting crazy. Like she she started check like, you know, can get, you know, her phone call keep dropping. And we trying to call her back. We can't get it going straight to the voicemail. We like that. What happened? She was on the phone laughing and talking with us. We trying to get all the people back to laugh and talk. You know what I'm saying? We want to talk about this news now. So anyway, she um we finally got her back on the phone and then she just stopped talking. She was just like, hmm. <laughs> and you know we noticed it all three of us noticed it my twin sister my boy cousin and me we noticed it we was like something ain't right why she ain't talking you know she used to be the main one talking and laughing you know love the laughing talk so anyway um y'all ain't gonna believe the reason why she stopped talking so 
all of this time we on the phone talking, you know, we we talk about the situation or whatever. Everybody putting their two cents in the group. And I was just like, man, I'm getting out of that group because um, blah, blah, blah. You know, we just talking. So anyway, we talking about the situation and we like, yeah. And our aunt was on there and I know she saw and I made the comment. I said, I know she saw what her daughter was doing because they talk about everything that they do. You know, before she posts things that are significant and that she think is going to, you know, be um disappointing or something to her parents she would talk to her mama about it and I know that because I use I just know that you know what I'm saying and this ain't something I'm speculating on it's something that I know so anyway I was like so with her writing that in the group her mama saw it so anyway long story short we talked about it everything we talked about it we noticed that something wasn't right and when it as it related to one of my the, the girl cousin who I was talking about not talking we we noticed all of that so anyway we was just like mm -mm, something ain't right we all got off the phone anyway we went on about our day so um I continued to talk about little things going on in the, in the election and the um I kept updating the group I don't know if I updated the group the next day because I didn't get out right away I think I stayed in the group and I was just like okay whatever and I updated the group on um <clears throat> I updated the group on how well the post was doing I think the next day and um it was just quiet like that's how quiet it was it was crickets in the group y'all so I was just like dang what's going on um something is really definitely going on because you know as a family sometimes you go through things you have your little arguments you have your little spills and then you get back you know straight the next day or whatever it just blows over I know for me when I say what I got to say to somebody it I'm, I'm done you know I already said what I had to say and it's over so this particular thing just kept getting worse like it just kept you know people just kept being mad about it you know and and, and y'all it, it really do and it, it is it is as petty as it sounds people were really mad about my Facebook post you know my family was really mad about my Facebook post so I was just like man this don't even make sense you know I'm talking to my twin sister I'm talking to my mom I'm talking to you know people that I'm close to and I'm like is this this really does not make sense it got to be something else so anyway Little cuz still popping off. So I um sent her a message. <clears throat> I sent her a text message and I'm like, hey, call me. Cause I don't know where all this is coming from. I need you to call me. She um responded by saying, if you if you keep my name out your mouth, you know, I'm I, I'm trying to remember. But anyway, she said something like you keep you better keep my name out your mouth or you you need to keep my name out your mouth or something like that. And I was like, I don't know what I don't know what you're even talking about. You need to call me. So I start calling her, calling her, calling her. She ain't answering her phone. I'm calling her, calling her, calling her. She ain't answering her phone. I know I call her like four times back to back. She ain't answering her phone. So I'm like, no, look, cuz you popping off. I need to talk to you. And she live in a whole nother state. So I couldn't go to her house or nothing. So I'm just like, girl, you need to answer the phone because I don't even know what you're talking about. So she um doesn't call me back. Guess who does call me? Her dog on mama. I look at my phone like, what are you calling me for? I didn't call you. I called your daughter. So anyway, I answer the phone. Hello. Teak, what's going on? Um, um, this and this and that about, about little cuz, you know, about her daughter. And I'm like, yeah, she's not answering the phone. And I'm trying to get in contact with her because I was talking to her. You know, I'm just like when whenever I get into um first of all, little cuz talking big. 
So I want big time little cuss to get on the phone with big cuss, big cuss for real and talk that same talk and have that same energy. I don't need your mama calling me because you acting grown, which she is of age, like of, of the American grown age of the legal age. You know, she's over 18. I think she was 20 at the time, 21, maybe. I don't know, but I know she was over 18. So I'm like, girl, you talking big. You need to talk. You need to call me. You need to talk to me. Don't be texting me. I don't want to talk and text. I don't want to read no book right now. The books I want to read are stuff like melanated individuals and stuff talking about um um ancient Egyptian times and talking about Newt and Neptune and 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 and, and uh, you know I want to read stuff. I don't want to read your text message. I want to talk to you. So anyway, so she she wouldn't. I never did speak to her. She not to this day. We haven't talked about that. And you all saw that was October twenty twenty. She <laughs> big time little cuz was talking big time. Ain't talked to me yet. So anyway, um, her mama, you know, I talked to her mama for a minute and, you know, hung up with her. So lo and behold, y'all, she was talking about the phone conversation. Lil Cuz was talking about the phone conversation that we were having about how she was getting um, turning up in the the on the messenger group. I found this out later that one of my cousins girl cousin that was on the phone the reason why she couldn't talk and was just saying hmm, 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 and was just you know phone call kept dropping because she had my other aunt and my aunt that is my little cousin's mom both were on the phone she had them on three-way listen to our conversation and basically y'all know we was talking junk we was upset with um the little girl at the time so y'all know we was talking junk but we wasn't saying nothing like you know malicious you know what i'm saying you just mad with your little cuz at the time you know what i'm saying like you just you just venting you just it ain't nothing but malicious it wasn't it had it definitely had not been to where somebody needed to be like oh get on the phone and listen to how they talking about your child you know what i'm saying that was the ultimate betrayal so she didn't know at the time i don't think i don't know if she if if cuz girl cousin knows at the time at this day that i know about that I have not told her. Um, I think she. I can feel that she knows because she act different, you know, around me and everything. But um, and I may, I I may mention of like three way calls and people knowing about your three way calls on Facebook one time, right up under, uh, um, like this was a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago. But it was right up under a comment that she made on my sister twin sister's page, and I made sure to go right up under her comment and say girl yeah um what i was talking to my sister but i was talking about her i was like yeah um i know people um be hearing you hearing what what people heard what i say because i don't got to repeat it because they've been on three-way listening so i made that comment and i know she saw that comment so i'm sure she knows by now that i know but i have not spoken to her about it but i will i'll have that opportunity to talk to her and say why did you do that because i know you did it you know, because I would never do anything like that to any of my cousins, anybody, period. You know, it's just a certain thing that you don't do. And whenever someone does something like that, they reveal themselves. They take their mask off. They show who they really are. And that's dirty, manipulative and somebody that you cannot trust. I don't care if it's family. I don't care who it is, because guess what? What I feel like is family is really somebody that you care about, that you love, that you were never wrong. And it don't matter about blood. Blood don't make you family. Loyalty makes you family. Y'all remember that. I teach my daughter that. I don't care who the person is. If they don't, they treat you like, you, you know, in a way that doesn't make you feel good. And they do that on a regular basis. Excommunicate yourself. You do not 
have to deal with somebody because of a title. It can be aunt. It can be cousin. It can be first cousin. I don't care. It can be mommy. If I do wrong to you and I continue to do wrong to you, my baby sweet girl, you excommunicate yourself from me. Don't take it. And I mean that. And that's how that's what I write in my baby's diary. That's why what I write in her journey, her journal. I don't want her to ever think she have to take anything from somebody because they it consider themselves blood to her. No, and I won't do it. The cycle stops with me. So anyway, we So anyway, um yeah. I didn't like that and I, and I'm um I'm, I'm going to make sure one day when I do get to have that conversation with her, I am going to tell her that I didn't like it. You know, we're going to it's just inevitable. We're going to have the conversation. So, our family had already been falling in falling into pieces over many different things. Um that I can't quite put my finger on, but I do feel like the hierarchy is um is 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 not structurally sound. Like, you know, um, the head of the family is not strong enough to keep our family together. You know what I'm saying? Like the head of the family has to be somebody that is that can be um, objective. The head of the family has to be somebody. And I'm talking to all black families and I hope you're listening. The head of your family should be someone that does not allow people to come to them with their with their opinion or with their how whatever without consulting the other person like if you're upset um I'll use an example if I'm upset with my twin sister and I go to my mom and I'm saying I'm saying mom um um, my twin sister she she is um doing this to me she's wronging me and she's blaming me for things and she's lying on me and then my mama says um okay I'm, I'm gonna take care of that I'm gonna handle that and then, but my mom goes to one of my other sisters and say, yeah, um, Tika came to me and say that her sister was wronging her and did doing this, all that to her. But I don't blame her sister because I should, she should do that because she's so disrespectful. That's not being a good head of the family. That's being a gossiper. That's being a person that does not know how to resolve conflict. And that's our elders. You know what I'm saying? The elders in the family are supposed to be the ones that we look to, but. I just use that as that as an example, but my mama would never, my mama would never, she, her, she holds her family together. Now, let me tell you that, but I'm talking about the entire family. It starts from the head of the family. So the head of our family right now is as, um, the living, um, elder of the family is my grandmother, but my grandfather is no longer here. So it's my grandmother. And then it goes down from her kids. And then, you know how family structure is, but, my grandmother is at the top of the food chain right now and she's not a good um I don't feel feel like she's holding the family together well. You know what I'm saying? Because if she did, we wouldn't have never fell apart about no Facebook posts. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Cause my mama would not have let her her family fall apart behind no Facebook posts. First of all, we would be proud of our sisters. It wouldn't have never been no animosity, period. Because of my sister, when, when my sister saw I went viral, she went viral. When my, both of my, when any of my sisters um, have some type of celebration going on or some type of win, we all win, baby. 
It ain't just one of us. It's all of us because we're proud of each and every one of us. You know what I'm saying? So it's that kind of vibe when it comes to me and my, my immediate family. But it ain't that kind of vibe when it comes to our whole family. They would like to say, tell you that. They like the line say that we're some big one, big happy close. No, we ain't. We are not close. We are not close. We, for if it had anything to be do with me, I would tr- I try to be close with my family. I love family. I love family. But I love family. I, you know, I had to come to the conclusion. I had to understand that family got to love you back. Like you can't just be putting it ain't no one way thing. It's a relationship. And until we start treating every relationship like a relationship, then we're not going to grow, grow as a black community. We're not going to grow as a black family. So just that post, that Facebook post that I posted on October 22nd of 2020, it has led to our whole family falling apart my boy cousin that I said I was really close with um some other stuff happened and he ended up getting into it with my twin sister and we mind you now we never had a problem I am 37 years old and I have never had one argument my twin sister has never had one argument with our boy cousin we always been close but now we don't even speak We don't even communicate. We don't even talk at all. And that is, that's just, it's it's preposterous to me because it just, it started falling from here because this was the, this was the avalanche. Basically, this was the little snowball that started rolling down the hill and became the avalanche. And it's crazy because it's like, I didn't do nothing to nobody. My twin sister didn't do nothing to nobody, but we got blamed for everything. Little cuz over here spazzing out. Nobody ain't say nothing to little cuz. Now ain't nobody put her in her place. Her mama called me. My mama didn't call little cuz and say, hey, little cuz, now you um out of pocket. But her mama called me and told me I was out of pocket. And then called my twin sister and told my twin sister she wasn't supposed to have my back. You ain't supposed to uh, agree with everything she could do. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. And, and and if it ain't y'all cold, this just ain't y'all cold. But let me let me say this. If something is happening in your family, say this. Um, if my sister gets into an altercation with anybody, and I'm I'm gonna use this as a family altercation. Like if she like how I got into a little cousin, it wasn't even no got into. You know, she the one had pop off at me, and I ain't never even got to talk to her. So it ain't like, you know, I ever had anything I was ever able to say anything to her out of the way, which I would not have. I just would have put little cuz back in her place. Yes, I would have. But because um, you need to stay in a child's place because you're a child under me. <laughs> you're a child under me, girl. You can be grown all you want, but you're a child under me. So you need to stay in a child's place. And anyway, um, I would have told her that. And um, I don't even know what else I would have said, but I would have found out why she was, you know, popping off. If that was twin sister and any of my other cousins, I got I got twin sister back 100 percent now. And that's, you know, if she's right in the situation, I got it 110 percent her back. But if she wrong in the situation in front of other cousins, oh, I got your back 100 percent. Now, behind closed doors, I say, oh, sis, now die. You went in. 
You ain't had to go in that hard. I'm gonna tell little sis what I really. I'm gonna tell my sister what I really, really think. But in front of them people, if it's outside my circle, um, y'all ain't gonna know what's going on. Y'all, you just gonna see my support. Period. You gonna see what side I stand on, and that's the side of my sister. It's just always gonna be like that, and they don't like that. You know, they just feel like no, you supposed to if you you know. Um, mad with her you supposed to tell the world no that's just not how we roll that ain't how you know we was raised we was always raised to be like look have you know we have each other's back and then we tell each other what we did right or wrong you know um, we can do that in the privacy but in public I got your back and that's just point blank period so they were mad about that trying to make um, twin sister feel like she did something wrong by um, speaking up for me or by um, saying that she agrees with me but y'all again even in this whole situation there was nothing to basically agree on like all it anybody on the outside looking in would have seen where hey she just was she just was doing something good and kind and it went viral. Oh, I ain't even told y'all this part. So look, cuz I told y'all she I just I forgot about I didn't expand on the part where she had went um and looked on the comments and saw where people were saying, you know, bad stuff about me. And put, she put that in the group. No, this is what the people think about you. That's what she put in the group. And I'm like, I sent her a screenshot of all I say. I didn't even send her. I couldn't send her all of them. I had thousands of messages in my inbox where people were saying you are a. Uh, angel I wish more people were like you I wish this I wish that I had a I had thousands of people and just those little maybe hundreds of people you know that were saying negative stuff I had a thousand for every one of them that said something negative so and and trolls don't bother me I don't care about the negative comments I really don't I don't care because I know who I am. I know why I did it. And I know that I did it from the kindness of my heart. And I know that I'm a good hearted person. So when people say negative stuff or unkind stuff about me, it I could care less. I really could. I could care less. I have so many people that are in more people that are in support of me than the people that are downing me. And these are probably people that I would never have known. I don't even know. It's countless people, even with this podcast right now, it's people that don't know about the podcast, but that would support the podcast if they knew about it. But I have family members that wouldn't listen to it because they know that it's me. Now, ain't that something? Ain't that something? Can't stand to hear my voice. You don't want to see me succeed, but guess what? I will. I will succeed. I will succeed because of the simple fact that I have I, I I just whenever you put good out into the universe, good gonna come back to you. That's just reciprocity. That's just how things work. So um, you can be mad all you want to, but I will succeed. I will survive. And it's, that's just that. So just in closing, y'all. That is how a white man destroyed my entire family. And from October to 2020, all the way up until now, I have not. The only thing that have been happening in this family is that it's continued to fall apart. <laughs> and that is because of um, my aunt that I said I thought was level headed. My other aunt that's always petty and in something anyway. And my Facebook posts. So I said all that to say 
I do still have a nucleus that I still trust and I still believe in. And I would rather not be around those people and protect my peace. And I would rather find out who the snakes are. I would rather see the mask come off. I would rather see all of these things, these people. I would rather the universe show me the people that I don't need to be around, whether they're family or not. I would rather that than to be around somebody that really genuinely in your heart of hearts do not like me. And I would challenge you to do the same. Weed out those people. Get from around the people that you know don't want to be around you separate yourself let the universe take care of them you continue to hold your head up do good do kind things and do things that are going to edify you and your family and when I say your family I mean if you have a child a husband and just a nucleus that's the family I'm talking about nurture that one and the rest of those people just let them be and they'll fall off let the, let the marbles, let the, let the sticks, let the wood, let the leaves, let it fall where they may. Peace, love, and light.